But you can see this on the townhall.com website. I wonder if this story is going to get any traction outside of town hall. Of course, you know, we'll do everything we can here. I've linked to it. Actually, you're going to message Mia Cathell, who wrote the story, Tapes. We investigated a suburban LGBTQ plus 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 pedophile ring, and here's what we found. Folks, you can't imagine just how sick and diabolically possessed or obsessed homosexual men are. And a chart played! You can't make a blanket of that, but about every... Okay, if they're out there practicing... And if they're out there sodomating, they got problems. Mental, left-brain thinking problems. You know, there's audio at the top of the page. Did you check the audio out of the report? I'm just curious. A months-long town hall investigation reveals disturbing new details about the affluent LGBTQ plus, 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 plus activist couple accused of sodomizing their young adopted sons. These boys are now 11 and 9 years old. And disturbing homemade kitty porn of the abuse while it happened. What have I always told you about adoption and the sickos that make it possible for Chaston and Pete Budishegg, the Babadook, to, quote, adopt children. Basically, what you should say instead of adopting is purchasing. These children are bought. They're bought and paid for. So it's also always the wealthy, affluent sodomite that has the cash, or lesbo, and has the cash to pull off the transaction. Now, we know a little bit about how vast sums of dollar bill wealth are acquired in the Masonic era. And that is pay to play. You go along with it. You might even take the oath. I'd say these two took the oath, or at least one of them did. This is sick. Okay. It, 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 it's, as a matter of fact, it's so sick and so revolting. I should offer a disclaimer before even talking about it. Is it, is it good? So it's audio. <clears throat> so it's audio of the... The homo pedophiles from prison to friends outside giving their account of how it happened what happened how it went down how the police came in with ak-47s and threw his naked body to the ground because he sleeps naked and he sat in a cop car from 11 30 to 4 a.m but naked and they refused to give him clothing and all right sob story yeah not only did the married men uh, quote marry now again they're not married. This is one of my problems that I have with right-wing conservatives, supposedly in the fight media. Stop using their terms. Stop using their terms. Marriage was created by God. It's a sacramental right, R-I-T-E. It's between one man and one woman. Anything else is not a marriage, unless you want to use it as a sort of noun. In other words, like when you're cooking, you marry the ingredients. 
No rings are exchanged if I put my onions and my garlic and my bell my onions, my bell pepper, and my my celery, the Cajun Trinity. If I put them together and I marry the ingredients, no rings are exchanged. They don't have conjugal rights or anything. So you could use it in the in the in that sense of the noun. But you're using it though to denigrate and to cheapen and to make less sacramental or less important the capital M because it is a sacrament form of marriage. So don't use their terms. <clears throat> don't say gay. And there are people out there that write me letters. Fiorella gets on me from time to time. Ew, I hate the term sodomite. I'm like, well, it's from the Bible. I mean, they are sodomites. There's lots of things in the Bible. <laughs> They're, they commit sodomy. They brag about it. They fly their, hey, sodomy committed here, flag in front of their house. Which is why I always say, and I've been saying this since like the 1990s, when you allow them to separate the actual act from the term, they win. When you allow them to run around and say that, it, oh, no, we just want to be the same as you. I don't I run around and advertise what happens in my bedroom. <laughs> I don't wear T-shirts about it either. I don't put bumper stickers on my car that tell, that tell everyone, hey, you know what I did last night? Do you? But they do. But again, because they have to. Why? Because this is based in pride. This is pride. This is pride at work. This is how the demons. This is how the demons roll. You make the deal with them. You gotta fess up when given the chance. Recorded jailhouse. Uh, okay, wait a minute. Not only did the men, the homo men, allegedly rape the two boys who were adopted through a Christian special needs adoption agency. Now, again. So the term Christian, I'm going to uh, means Protestant here at this at this juncture. What kind of a quote Christian adoption agency is allowing a pair of sodomy practicing males to purchase? Because you know, it just always comes with a cash exchange to purchase children, boys, children, so they can pretend their parents. At this point in time, you have a pair of human beings here that are being treated like a Ken doll. They're nothing more than a prop. Oh, but it's more sinister than that. They adopted, adopted, purchased through a Christian special needs adoption agency. They were pimping out their children to nearby pedophiles in Atlanta area suburbs. Recorded jailhouse calls a trove of never-before-seen court documents and testimony from a family member who spoke exclusively with Town Hall uncover the extent of the physical and emotional trauma the two elementary school-age brother endured, as well as the red flags that the state overlooked during the same-sex couple's faster-than-expected adoption process. Because we don't want the stigma of having told homosexual gay men no, because we're all inclusive and diversified and stuff. Let me just cut to one of the chases of the points on this. It makes this just that much so, so, so sinister, so unbelievable. 
Nothing that Buffalo Bill did in the Silence of the Lambs can compare to this. The older boy, you know how they were busted? The older boy had to be hospitalized because he had trauma to his rectum. It was damaged during a rape that was set up by the sicko pedo parents. Filmed. Let me, let me just re- re- make sure you understand, everyone listening or watching at home, they were busted because the 11-year-old boy suffered physical damage to his rear end during a rape that the two men arranged with another pedo who lived nearby. This is what I was telling Justin yesterday when we were talking about this. You know how this is supposed to go? Gather the evidence, find out whether or not this actually happened. Looks to me from the evidence because the grand jury is who indicted them. Okay? Grand juries don't indict for frivolous causes, usually. Not a hard and fast rule, but it's a very good rule. If you got indicted by a grand jury, dude, you're in trouble. Grand jury indicted these two Fruit Loops. They're being charged with sodomy. That's that's the crime that they're in, sodomy with a minor. They're being child, uh, charged with trafficking, prostitution, carnal knowledge of a minor. There's, there's a list of charges here. Here's how this should go. The evidence is presented. There is a trial. A jury gets to deliberate on it. They find them guilty. After the sentence is handed down, the sentence should be, because there is no reform for this. The only only way out of this, for those that practice it, is conversion to the faith and then vows of celibacy, basically. That's the only way out of it. Well, there is one other way. Physical sterilization. What does that mean? Castrate them. Castrate them. Make it so that it doesn't matter whether or not they find a victim to to, to prey upon. This whole story is very lengthy and it's very disturbing. The adopted father, 33-year-old government worker, William Dale Zulak Jr., and 35-year-old banker Zachary Zach Jacoby Zulak. Oh, they took each other's names, too. How sweet. Who was previously accused of raping a child from Oxford, Georgia, had been indicted by a grand jury on charges of incest, aggravated sodomy, aggravated child molestation, felony sexual exploitation of children, and felony prostitution of a minor. William and Zachary are each facing over nine life sentences. They won't get to life because the black guys that are, that are heteros in the prison will kill them. Mr. in solitary, they're dead men. They pleaded not guilty. According to a copy of the 17-count indictment town hall has obtained, the adoptive dads allegedly performed oral sex on both boys 
forced the children to perform oral sex on them, and then anally raped their sons. Well, the boys who the state says is their son. This is this is at least partially on the state of Georgia now. And I've been telling you there's bad stuff going on in Georgia. There is evil in Georgia. The devil went down to Georgia. He's looking for a soul to steal. <laughs> he's in a bind. He was way behind, and he's willing to make a deal. When he come when he came across a homo sawing on a fiddle and playing, <laughs> working on a kid and playing him hot. Well, I could make that parody this afternoon. I, I could make it this afternoon. I can get to you by 3 o'clock. I don't even have to have a reason. Anally raped their sons. In at least one instance, the anal rape injured the older Zulog child who just turned 11 in December. The child will never recover from this. He is damaged. Now, physically and mentally and psychologically for the rest of his life. Court records indicate that the child's sexual abuse stretches back to as early as late 2019 and intensified in January 2021, March 2021, and December 2021 as the offense dates are listed. The brothers were enrolled in third and fourth grade, respectively, before the men were caught in a midnight July bust at the Zulok Mansion, which ended with Zachary tackled to the ground and William hauled out of the house naked by armed officers. William admitted to forcing his 11-year-old adopted son to perform an act of sodomy on him, and then there's a description of it. Read a sworn affidavit filed in support of William's arrest on July the 27th. An updated criminal affidavit says the child sexual abuse was filmed by William's, quote, husband, close quote, that's me adding that, Zachary, quote, with whom he routinely engaged in sexually abusive acts, close quote, on the boy. Zachary, the household's breadwinner, confessed to being the cameraman and authorities allegedly found a folder on his cell phone labeled us that contained videos of William sexually abusing the child. The indictment also charges the Zulok co-defendants with soliciting two other men through the use of popular social media platforms in the greater Atlanta metropolitan region to, quote, perform an act of prostitution, close quote, with their child that suffered physical injuries from being brutally raped during the act. It wasn't enough that they were pederasting these poor boys. But that wasn't enough. You see, you see, oh, just let us do this. Just let us cross this little threshold here. Just let us be gay. Just let us practice love, because love is love. Just let us be, just let us into your world. No. What do I and others that have sense about this always tell you? They will never be satisfied. There is no satisfaction that will come from crossing this Rubicon and then the next Rubicon and then the next Rubicon. So after they had orally, manually performed and had those boys perform, and then, well, you know, the act sodomized those boys that wasn't enough. Let's take it to the next level. Oh, we want to share our joy with other men like us. 
I mean, one of these guys, his Instagram, they were showing it in the town hall, they were showing his Instagram, just filled with him standing naked in public. Like in beaches and stuff. Town Hall is the first to publicly identify these two alleged members of a pedophile ring in the heart of the Peach State. 27-year-old Hunter Clay Lawless and 25-year-old Luis Armando Vaccaro Sanchez, both of Loganville, Georgia. Lawless, who snitched on, on the Zulocks, told law enforcement he received numerous messages via Snapchat, Pinterest, Snapchat, from Zachary about... Now, this is the quote from the quote, Dad. Blanking his son tonight. Close quote. Blanking begins with an F and ends with a G. And to be prepared to receive images as well as videos of the father raping the adopted child. And then there's court documents here that back that up. Zachary met Lawless, who a mutual contact, an unidentified man, going only by the first name Blake. Blake. Is there a Blake in the room? Blake. Uh, you mean Blake? Oh, that's how it's going to be. I, I said Blake. Are you Blake? Blake. On the gay dating app, homosexual dating app, Grinder. You know why do they call it Grinder? Grinder doesn't grinding. This, this sounds like that's violent, isn't it? Grinder. Following the virtual introduction, Zachary sent photographs and videos to Lawless of a little boy he referred to as his son. Blank. Quote, I'm going to blank my son tonight. Stand by. Close quote. He allegedly messaged Lawless on Snapchat and then sent pictures of himself sexually abusing the 11-year-old child. I mean, ladies and gentlemen. 149 images? Maggie, you want to let... Oh, I'm just reading further down in the story than you are where it states the list um, in state's evidence includes 149 images collected at the home and two flash drives containing phone data of images of them sexually abusing their children or their adopted sons. Now, why am I spending time on this story? Because this has to end. The state of Georgia has now made legal, and so has almost every other state, because the courts have told them that they have to, the purchasing of children by homosexuals, allegedly living in marriage. Did you see how Obergefell was kind of like, well, now that the states have to acknowledge, and with Congress and the Senate going along with this defense of fake marriage act, crap. The courts have now set this up so that the state now has to say yes. Well, why doesn't the state take a stand and go like, in this state, we don't care what courts have said about this. We're not going to get into it. We're not going to do it. We're not going to allow it to be implemented. We don't care what judges say. This is an abomination before the law of Almighty God, and it's not going to happen in Georgia or Louisiana or Texas or anywhere else. 
This is the point of bringing this up. This has to be vigorously opposed with all of our force, all of our might, all of our being, all of our soul, all of our energy, and all of our prayer. It must not be allowed to continue. But, alas, I will wager you some little boy is going to be adopted by a sodomite today somewhere on this continent that will occur. And it'll be completely legal. And there is a high probability that that child is going to become the victim of a predator, of a groomer. Remember we told you we, 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 we talked for a couple of days at the end of last year about the story of the groomer, the Mormon groomer. What was that uh, woman's name? Who the uh, bee. Remember the neighbor's name? Uh, uh, um, uh, a friend of the family is, is, is the documentary on Peacock. It, it, you watch this and you go, there's no way those people like did that. Well, yeah, they did because groomers are very good at what they do. Remember, they think with the intellect of Satan. They are allowed access to powers that the rest of us don't have because we won't agree to it. No, unless God were to grant us superior powers. Remember how this guy groomed this entire family and conned them into believing he was their best buddy while he was raping their 11-year-old daughter. And then raping her again when she was 12. And then kidnapping her and taking her to Mexico so he could marry her. You, you remember, remember this story? What was her name? I, I forget. The, 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 I should write all these names down have them on a cheat sheet. And they ran a disclaimer at the start of the series with the woman who actually had this happen to her. She goes, you're going to watch this and you're going to wonder, how is this possible? How could my family allow this to occur? How could my parents allow this to occur? She goes, I, we hope that this series will sh shed light on just how powerfully convincing these groomers can be. And, you know, and that's the point of the series. So now you know we have a little bit of insight here. This is what happened here. These groomers went into an adoption agency and went, oh, no, no, no. Oh, we are pious people. Hell, we're even kind of religious. Remember, it was a Christian adoption agency. Makes it all the much more sick. A list of the state's evidence includes what Maggie was saying, 149 images collected at the Zulok home. Two flash drives, as Maggie said, uh, containing Zachary and Lawless's phone, phone data, sexual assault nurse examination results from the children's medical forensic exams which gather DNA evidence such as bodily fluids and documented injuries. <laughs> oh, good Lord. A text message from Lawless, a Snapchat letter, uh, two written letters from the older Zolok, uh, Zulok child, and a disc containing a data dump from Vicaro Sanchez's iPad and iPhone. A photo of the daddy shirt is also an evidentiary item listed by the DA's office. Police had found clothes in the older Zulok child's bedroom that matched the clothing the boy was wearing in the photos and videos Zachary allegedly sent Lawless. In other words, you know what was on those shirts? This sick pedo's 
Male bodily fluids. Let's just say that. That's what was on the shirts. All right. This, this, getting too close to this evil is, is enough. This is part one of two parts at Town Hall. I listed it and quoted heavily from it in the pile of prep today at MikeChurch.com. If you're looking for the link and you're not a chatter, you don't want to go in the chat room, you can find it on my website, Today's Pile of Prep, Wednesday, January 18th. All right, 844-527-8723 or call in line telephone number. By the way, to their credit, though, the county that's prosecuting them seized their house. Their luxury cars. I mean, they lived in a 5,000-foot, 5,000-square-foot, two-acre lotted home in one of the bougiest developments in that suburb of Atlanta. Home is estimated to have cost them nine hundred grand. You see, you, isn't it always? You hardly ever see the poor struggling, like impoverished homo, do you? They're almost always dollar wealthy and well-to-do. 